0: Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda, and this is Ramel. Hey, Ramel. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing?
1: Well, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Do you see the little creature behind me? I
0: do little baby yoda
1: baby yoda Yoda, the child i never thought i was that person who (laughs) would like something like the mandalorian but all the memes with the baby yoda got me curious and then i had to have i I watched the whole mandalorian series Uh and i had to have a baby yoda
0: yeah i know and you also took a, a picture with your cat with the baby yoda Okay, so I didn't I, tell now anybody. you let
1: everybody know that I'm a little Baby Yoda crazy. Thank you for that. But somebody else is out there saying, I like him too. So I shouldn't be the only I one. Know. I just wanted you to know that you all, listeners, can't see it. But behind me on my desk, I have a new friend. Um, it's, it's my coworker, mm-hmm. Baby Yoda.
0: Baby Yoda. I like that. Well Speaking of work, how do you feel about work right now? You gonna put me out like that? I yeah, I mean, like, here? I mean, it's it's that time of year where we're all coming up with new goals and yeah. Actually, and- I
1: have goals coming up this week. Um, uh, at work we have to lay out our goals for the year. We but I was just listening to, I'm not sure if you are familiar with Jim Rohn, Rohn, and he was talking, like this morning, we were playing it, and he said, so what's on your goals list? And And he said, somebody's going to say, I don't I don't have a goals list. And he said, mm, that, that's not the problem. <laughs> like, mm, I can see why you're in the position you're in right now, because you don't have a goals list. And so my daughter was in the room with me as well, and she said... I said, Crystal, do you have a goals list? And she said, yes, today I'm going to read this and then I'm going to do that. And I said, that's your to-do list. And, you know, I I love to-do lists. So I'm a little proud first, right? (laughs) Like, yeah, girl, you got a to-do list. Right, right. And then she said, what's the difference between goals and a to-do list? And I had Mm -hmm. an answer for her because... I might know things that I don't apply. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I knew that I was like, you can. Yeah, you're not the only one. Your to do list can help you reach that goal, and 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 so forth. And I felt pretty good about it, but I knew that there are people who know better than me how to get goals done and how to uh, imagine your goals and to identify ways to get around your obstacles. And I'm not the one, but I'm smart enough to know in my age to ask somebody who does know, which mm. is why today we've got Steph- Dr. Stephanie Brown back with us. Hello, yeah. Dr. Stephanie. Hello. Hello. Just real quick before I introduce you again. Uh, oh, uh, actually, before I introduce you. Time, That's right.
0: Because we were on her show. That's right. Yeah. Yep. yep.
1: So we've been on this podcast thing before, but that was for her show, not ours. Dr. Stephanie, do you have any affinity for Baby Yoda? I'm just curious. <laughs>
2: Well, I, I like Baby Yoda. I, I haven't gotten to the point where I actually have Baby Yoda on my bookshelf, but <laughs> I, I like Baby Yoda. And and I think the the little Bernie memes are cute too. So I think I might even want to get a little, a little crochet Bernie. On the on I've seen one yes, of those.
1: I've seen that. Those are so cute. So I agree. Cute. I saw one had Bernie on a gurney and I just laughed so hard. About that. <laughs> so let me introduce <laughs> you to uh, Dr. Stephanie Brown. She is a life coach and a physician with over 25 years of clinical uh, practice. She's a radio host and a podcast host of the SOAR radio show and podcast. Now, SOAR stands for Sisters Overcoming and Rising. See, I just love the sound of that. Sisters Overcoming and Rising. It's uh, here where she provides a platform for women, especially black women, to tell their stories. Dr. Stephanie professes that by telling our stories of how we overcome limiting beliefs, we can encourage and inspire other women to do the same. So, Dr. Stephanie is also a speaker and works with women leaders to become the best versions of themselves through group and individual coaching. I am so glad that you were able to join us on our podcast today. Yes. Welcome.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so glad to be reunited. I know this is my first time on your
0: podcast, but we had so much fun on my podcast. Again. I was like, yes, <laughs> we got to do it again. Yes, I was so happy. And, you know, when we got back together just now, it just felt like normal, right? It didn't oh, feel...
1: Girlfriends hanging yeah. out. Hey, <laughs> girl, we me be back. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that was cool. So, we're just really excited because Dr. Stephanie has a program that she has been working on. She's a she does the coaching. And I was so interested in her latest topic. It's called Let's Go to Level Up. And I was so intrigued by this concept. I was like, I want to let go and level up. So. <laughs> we all do. Yeah, yeah I uh, do too. That was
1: great. I'm going to yeah. need some help though. I don't know. I'm not really good with the start
0: of that. So, I mean, like yeah. what does even to let go really mean? So we're going to just let you just kind of tell <laughs> us, like what, is, what does that concept mean to you?
2: Yeah, I think you know sometimes when we like you were talking about goal setting so we want to set goals for the new year or we have goals that we want and sometimes we think that it's about the vision or what it is that we want to do and and it's not always just about imagining it sometimes the reason that we can't get to where we want to get is because there are things that are actually holding us back they may not be things that you can see but energetically there are things that are holding us back. So some so when you see that same thing is on your New Year's resolution list every year, that's a sign that there's something that's holding you back that you need what to let go of. talking up. about me
1: like
0: that. You know, she's talking about <laughs> me too. And I was feeling a little bit attacked but it's okay yeah. we still like you, oh, <laughs> Thank right you. Oh. don't kick me out Let we just started <laughs> no, no. please don't kick me we out we have there.
1: you here for precisely this so that we, so we're, we're we're interested in hearing um something anything about i have specific questions about letting go but if you want to just lead us into it some more that's that's fine
2: absolutely so when I think about letting go, it it reminds me of a time in, in my life where I would, I would have said the same thing. I don't really have anything to let go of. I have everything that I want, right? I had the career, I was practicing in primary care. I had um, the family, I had the house, I had all of these things, but I still felt this sense of there has got to be something else <laughs> in life other than this, you know, right. it just felt like, like that right now. Yeah, it felt like mm-hmm. it was just this constant, you you go to bed, you wake up, you do it all over again, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it all over again. And it was just, you know, like being on this hamster wheel. And I went to a conference and I heard this woman speaking and she was a life coach. And she talked about having checkbox lives, how we have the career check, check. the family check, we've got check. the um, the social life check, we've got all of these boxes checked off. And we realized that we don't feel the way we thought we were going to feel once all those boxes were checked.
1: Yeah,
2: that's it. And when she said that she was on my street, I was like, I so (laughs) resonated with what she was saying because I was actually feeling kind of miserable. And I was like, I just don't understand why I'm feeling this way. So I went to work with, I went to see her and, you know, of course at these conferences, they have these giveaways, right? And there's over 200 women there and they, she gave away a book and, and I won the book. So I'm like, okay, it's meant to be, it's destiny, you know, I won this book. And so I met with her and she eventually became my life coach. And one of the first things that she said to me was that the job that I was looking at as I, I felt like I was a pawn and I was just like, you know, they didn't really appreciate me or value me. They were just, I was dispensable. And what she made me realize was that all of the things that I was seeing in the outside world were reflections of things that were going on inside.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And that hurt, you know, that was, that was painful, Mm -hmm. but it was also promising because it allowed me to see that if It really was a reflection of something inside Then I had the ability to change it. And so the the next thing that she made me see, which was an aha moment, was even though I felt like a pawn, she said, look at this chessboard. You are the queen of this chessboard. You are not a pawn. You Mm -hmm. can make whatever move that you want to make. And I had all these excuses. I'm like, no, but I can't do this and I can't do that. They won't let me. And she was like, what move do you want to make? you have to first decide what move you want to make in your mind and then move towards it. Right. And, and, and it worked out the exact move that I wanted to make despite all of the things that I said were not going to allow me to do it. I was able to make once I made that shift in my thoughts and in my my mindset.
1: Okay. That's beautiful right there. See, I, I think maybe every so often we have to remember or be reminded of who we are. Mm -hmm. Uh, and i have days where i feel like the queen i i can do it all and then there are days i do feel like the pawn and just to just have to make sure to remind myself of who i am so i can make the right moves i can make queen moves instead of pawn moves Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that that is a helpful um, helpful thing I, I'm imagining that you have talked to some, a number of people and met, uh, heard a number of stories. What are the types of things people are needing to let go of? Now, mm-hmm. I know you just said, you know, these negative thoughts, and I didn't even realize that those were my negative thoughts. I really did think the job thought that of me. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're probably right. I'm thinking that in my, but do you, are there any other, um, places where people, realize that have
2: common. Yeah, absolutely. I like to think of it as a holistic thing. You know, as you mentioned, I've been practicing medicine for over 25 years. And what I realized is that nothing is done in isolation, right? We're, we're integrated beings. And so when we have something that affects us physically, you know, it impacts us emotionally and socially. So there are areas, I would say, emotionally, physically, socially, financially, mentally, all of those areas where people need to let go. So mentally, we already talked about the thoughts. There are thoughts that we have been thinking since we were like little kids. Mm-hmm. And, and and there are these whole elaborate stories that sort of play on a loop in the subconscious that we're not even aware of, right? Mm-hmm. But those thoughts determine our feelings and determine our actions. So one of the most important things we can do is just become aware of what those thoughts are and then decide, well, is that still serving me? Because, you know, the thoughts that I had in the fourth grade are probably not serving me anymore at this stage of my life. right? Right. But if I'm not even aware of them, I don't have the option to change them. So that's one thing. And then emotionally, you know, things that we need to let go of, we need to let go of some shame. We, we need to let go of some unforgiveness. Uh, we need to let go of some guilt because those things will definitely hold us back from being able to get to the next level and level up because, you know, when we have those energetic emotions, they're just tethering us, tethering us right. to the ground. So we're not able to soar. You know, physically, there, there are physical things that, are holding us back. There's some toxic things that we put into our bodies that make it difficult for us to get to the next level. Yeah. Uh, okay. Socially, there are some people who are holding us back, mm-hmm. uh, who when we're around, like I have a, uh, a friend or maybe an ex friend that every time I was around her, I felt like I couldn't do enough, right? I I was not doing enough for her. I was not like there was always something more that she wanted of me. And it was exhausting to the point that I would start to avoid calling her or, you know, wanting to be around her because it was always more, more that she wanted from me. And that's just toxic. That was just draining my energy and letting go of that frees up my energy to do, to create what it is that I'm meant to create. Mm hmm. Wow.
0: I agree. I think that the whole idea of like shame and guilt and forgiveness is a really huge thing that people don't necessarily recognize. And because they won't recognize it, it holds them back. You know what I mean? Like, I think we all have had moments where you wish you could take it back, Mm. you wish you hadn't done it, you hurt somebody in a way that you know, that you wish you could take back. And all of those things, if you allow them to, will replay and replay and they build up bigger. And And sometimes if you deal with it, you realize that the person that you thought you hurt had moved on a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, they let go of it a long time ago because it was the sixth grade, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and but it kind of, just thinking about that makes you go like it, that's another reason for us to really challenge our thoughts whenever we're having these negative thoughts that bring shame that bring that
1: guilt the right.
0: guilt yeah mm-hmm. absolutely
2: no that's a great point. I like the way you put that that we're not really aware of it. And, and a lot of times we aren't because it's working at a subconscious level. We just realize that we're showing up in life in a way that we don't want to show up. Sometimes that's the only thing that we, we can be aware of, right? You know, we're trying to show up like the queen and we are showing up like the pawn and we're like, well, what is going on? Yeah.
0: And yeah. And sometimes it's like a self-fulfilling kind of thing. Like I want to be a queen. But I just keep acting like a pawn. And if you keep thinking that, you're just thinking like, well, I'm just not a queen. I am just meant to be a pawn, obviously, because I'm just doing pawn moves. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? But people do it all the time. Like I hear people talk and they'll say, oh, there's no way I can be a doctor because I just don't have whatever, whatever, whatever. There's no way I could do that. And so they continue not to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. They continue not to ever make any steps. Whereas I'll give you a for instance, my dad is an attorney, but he did not become an attorney until he was over 50. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, and I asked him, I said, why are you doing? Why are you going back to law school? He said, because the only thing I have is time. Mm. and I am not going just because I'm 50 something doesn't mean that I can't do it he's like I have the time and I'm going to do it and that was a powerful example to me as to not to allow your thoughts of what getting older Mm -hmm. means and to limit your own self so that was a great example from me personally but I see people in these ruts all the time and I just want to shake them sometimes because <laughs> it's just like, come on, we got to believe in ourselves just a little bit more. Yeah,
1: Yeah, your dad's story was always uplifting to look at that. He will go back to school at this, you know, at an older age and, and just change his change the script, change the whole direction. And I appreciate that. I felt that way. I had something to overcome. I really, at one point, wanted a PhD in my life. I'm in a different place right now. Uh, but I did at one point in time, and I didn't feel good about myself when I didn't even have a master's degree. And that's how it meant what it meant to me. It's like, I at least need a master's degree in something because I just don't feel good sitting here with an undergraduate degree. Now, if my undergraduate degree was allowing me to, Get paid. I probably wouldn't have that issue, but but I knew I wanted uh, academic. I don't know. I felt like I needed to. That was something. It was a goal of mine to get more education. And I was not satisfied with what I was doing until I could get that master's degree. I have a master's degree. I'm still not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I needed. But uh, there's more there, and there's more I need to do. And then I, um, I think. You said earlier we were talking about getting out of our own way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm a big something in my own way. I'm I'm pretty certain of that. I haven't figured it out Mm -hmm. yet, Uh, but I got to figure out how to sidestep around being in my own way. But I think if I spend enough time thinking about it, I may be able to figure some of that out. And I imagine that a lot of women
0: like me. Do you have any thoughts or suggestions as to how women or people in general can? you know, push themselves out of their own way. Yeah. Um, I love both of those
2: examples. I was, as you were talking about your Mm -hmm. dad, I was thinking about um, somebody posted on social media that their mother got a PhD, I think at like age 70 something. And it's the same thing, you know, Um, there's nothing standing between what you can do except your belief in the fact that you can do it. I think we all stand in our own way. You know, um, it's just part of being human. It's part of the human condition, right? Mm -hmm. I can think of... For me, procrastination is one of those things that comes up a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I know I have something coming up, and I choose to watch. Um, I think it was Power Book this week that I <laughs> <the Clash laughs> <of watch. laughs> right? Because you know we we just switched from Xfinity to FiOS, and so now I have stars, and I can watch Power Book. <laughs> and so I think I, I watched like it. six episodes before I finally said, okay. Um, Now I only have three (laughs) hours left (laughs) to prepare (laughs) for this thing that I knew I had for three months, right? Right. So you're better under pressure. Right. Exactly. So for me, when I'm under a deadline, I perform, Mm -hmm. but what does it cost me? Right. It, It costs me a lot of stress, Anxiety. sleep, there's probably uh, a few spelling errors or, you know, so it, it, there's a cost to it, you know, but it's a pattern, right? It's a habit. It's something that I've done for many, many, many years. And so it's hard to break a habit, but I need to get out of my own way and break that habit because it's no longer serving me. You know, right. it served me okay in college, but I'm not in college anymore. And I do want to level up and I do want to have a huge business. And at some point, I'm not going to be able to procrastinate like
0: that and still be able to do all the things I want to do. Right. (laughs) I think too, I think I think as when we're in college, you're able to do a lot of flexing and balancing because, you know, you don't have that many things to balance in your life. But the older you get, the more responsibilities you get the more that the procrastination can cause those balls to fall or whatever. And it causes a lot of anxiety and things, like you said, like lost sleep. Mm -hmm. And and even though you're procrastinating, you're still thinking about it, right? That whole time you're sitting there watching Power Book, you're like, oh, you know what? I I need to do this thing, but I'm going to watch one more episode. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: So my coach works with me on that. And okay. she will tell me, okay, well, what is it that you have to do? And what do you need to do? And when are you going to do it? Write it down in your schedule, set aside time to do it. And then how are you going to hold yourself accountable? And then how are you going to celebrate yourself once you do it? Mm-hmm. And so I, I still have to work with my coach in those areas where i I'm, I'm standing in my own way, because just another person whose objective is able to see it and say, mm-hmm. okay, this, this is, this is what's going on. How, how do you want to address that? Let's, let's plan together and come up with a, a method. And, and it works every time, you know, I find myself feeling much better and much more prepared when I'm, you know, done with that session. And, and I get it done because I'm not just accountable to myself, but I'm accountable to her too. And I don't want to let her down. <laughs> right. Sometimes we are more likely
1: to do it for somebody else. Than ourselves, and so instead of fighting that, just go like whatever it takes. It helps me, so I'll mm-hmm. be accountable to somebody else, and and it'll help me. That's good. That's a good idea. I think in your bio, you talked about uh, I read something that you'd written saying you're helping women to realize and live their best lives or be their best selves. And it's funny. I I think I'm holding. I've been holding myself back, so I want to ask you a question about that, but. I've got a shirt on today, not knowing you're going to talk about anything about being a queen and making queen moves. I have a shirt on that says queen. I've seen people Mm -hmm. wear this shirt all the time. I would never have bought that shirt for myself. You know, I I think because actually I don't don't feel like I'm queening. I'm not making queen moves yet. But for whatever reason, I was like, yeah, I'm not buying that that shirt. It was given to me twice. I have two things, shirts that were given to me (laughs) that I did not buy. And there's another shirt that I say I won't buy. Somebody was like, hey, you know, how about this one? Living your best life. I was like, nope, not going to do that. But I would like to one day be able to rock the living my best life and mean it. And Mm -hmm. I think there's these things that you're just referring to about getting out of your own way so that you can. You know, make the queen moves and feel it. I I feel like the T-shirt thing is is, is trying to coach me as to where I'm supposed to go. Like, I need to catch up with my T-shirt game because I I would like to live my best life. But I can't do that until I make the queen queen moves, which require that I recognize how I'm holding myself back.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on being gifted the the shirt twice. It was obviously meant for you to wear and then you wore it. So you made the queen move by wearing the t-shirt, right? Because uh, you could have left it in the closet or you could have re-gifted it, um, but, but you didn't. So one of the things that I say at the end of all of my sore shows is wherever it is that you want to be, think the thoughts you would think if you were already there and you'll get there before you know it. So like people talk about imposter syndrome a lot because we feel like, okay, well, we're being an imposter if we're sort of, you know, making, calling ourselves a queen, but we're not yet making the queen moves. Mm -hmm. But I think of it differently. I think that it starts with the thoughts. And so when you start thinking about yourself as a queen, whether you're making the moves or not, the rest comes. So I think the thoughts come, then the feelings come, and then the actions come. Just step into it, wear it. Even if it feels a little bit uncomfortable, you know, over time, you'll you'll get used to it. So wherever it is that you see yourself and you want to be, just proclaim it now. Just like one of my favorite scriptures is be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the transformation comes from our thoughts and us renewing our mind.
0: Say that, say that part again, where you said the, the things it's like, you see it, you feel it. Yeah. And then you act it. Say that again for me. Yeah. It starts with the thoughts and your thoughts
2: affect your feelings and then your feelings affect your actions. So if we go back to my example about procrastination, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: so my thought might be, oh, that's boring. I don't feel like sitting down and writing that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then my feelings are going to be low energy. Um, You know, I don't have the energy to do it. I feel depleted. And then my action is going to be well, I just need to do something where I don't have to do much. Let me just sit on the couch and watch (laughs) television. Right. Right. It starts with a thought, and then that leads to the feelings, which lead to the action. So I can change that. So my thought, if I change my thought from, this is boring. I don't really feel like doing this. My thought would be, oh my gosh, I am living my best life. And I have this opportunity to write this presentation because I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And this is what I do when I'm there. Then my feeling is going to be one of excitement. And then my action is going to be, oh, let me go ahead and do this because this is exciting. And so that's that's how the thoughts lead to the feelings, and then lead to mm-hmm. the actions.
0: And then your writing is going to be much more exciting and lively, and and stuff opposed to feeling like, oh, here I am again throwing words together Right. Paper. Because, right?
1: Because,
0: because Rommel, we could we could use that in our work too. It's like, oh Lord, we
1: have to put some words. Make, <laughs> words, words, words. Yeah, just, just thinking of it differently. Okay, Ramel. You will be my accountability partner, and I will be yours when it comes to preparing stuff for the podcast. Okay, making sure that we turn anything that we don't like to do. You know, there's certain things that with this podcast that we go, oh, we gotta write
0: it, or, oh, we gotta <laughs> do. So we'll we'll change it around and rephrase it and see how we phrase it, it and yeah. see if we can get some energy in it.
1: Yeah, I like that idea. At least you know we'll, we'll account to each other for that. I
0: agree.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Thank See, you so much, Dr. Stephanie. You're welcome. <laughs> so you have built in accountability partners. And I mean, the podcast is so phenomenal. And you get to do this, right? You get to put together this content and bring your voice uh, to the world to inspire people to entertain people. And it's it's really a gift to get to do that. It really how is. She you see how that? Really
0: yeah, she that. just and she does, like, <laughs> all warm and fuzzies. Yeah. Well, I think that I think that's really cool. Now I know I think you had a couple. Did you have a couple other areas that you also work with? On oh, don't make me be... A... <laughs> Hold on. On the let it there... go to level up or um, yeah. something else for the level up. I know you. You said there were five things, and I don't know if I'm if I just blurred them all together or not?
2: Yeah, I did. So one of the other ones is, is physical. And when I think about the physical, what one of the things that uh, hit me before that resonates is that we are all spiritual beings having a physical experience, right? Mm-hmm. So we have these physical bodies that we get to experience, we get to taste, we get to touch, we get to feel we get to do all of this mm-hmm. in our physical bodies. Mm-hmm. And so we're given this vehicle, to go through this journey called life. And however we take care of that vehicle is how that vehicle is going to perform for us. I mean, it's, you know, some of us get Kia Souls and some of us get Maybacks, but still, however we take care of that vehicle is going to determine how bumpy of a ride we're going to have, um, in some respect. So, so when we're leveling up, I think, we have to take care of that physical vehicle that we've been given, because you know that's how we get to express what our purpose is, what we were created to do. We express it through our physical being. Uh, mm-hmm. So, taking care of that to the best of our abilities is is another way to level up. And spiritually, in terms of leveling, I was just up, about to ask you about the
1: spiritual part. Like I got spirit. the, I see the physical, but what did you, what did you
2: share? Um, spiritually? So the spiritual part is different for everybody, but I think the one thing that is in common is that, like I said before, we're, we're, I think that we're all spiritual beings and whatever that means to you, that means that there's a connection to your spirituality, to your higher coach, to Mm -hmm. God, to the universe. And when that connection is intact, when you're in tune with that connection, you mm-hmm. are resonating at a higher level. You're you're able to create because you're in touch with the creator. You're connected to the creator. Mm-hmm. So that also has a side of it that there's some things we have to release and let go of, um, some bad theology that mm-hmm. we might have to release and let go of. I know a lot of people who were taught some bad theology. I have a friend who is... 50 who was taught that she should not date right because a man when a man finds a wife he finds a good thing and so what that has meant to her like what her interpretation of that has been is that she does not date right and she's never been married uh she's still a virgin she has not dated can't get
1: married if she doesn't date like right so, I'm confused about if she wants to get married. Now, it's okay if you don't want to get married. And if you don't want to have sex, anybody not want to have sex? Anyway, don't <laughs> have to answer that question. That can be confused. But um, that will be a physical experience that I think it, you know people should have. But anyway, adults should have. But that is bad theology for sure. Yes. Because you can't ever make some of those other moves with a man finds a good thing.
2: So she got to wait for some man to appoint her to wife. Exactly. That, Mm -hmm. that was the theology that you do not seek. You have to be found. And, and then to add that onto that, she's in a field, a really high, highly secretive type of field where she doesn't feel comfortable being on the internet or any of those types of things. So, Mm -hmm. you know, how are you going to be found? So some of that theology in order for her, because she does want to get married. So in order for her to get to the next level in Mm -hmm. relationships and intimacy, Mm -hmm. she has to let go of some of that bad theology. And that that can be tough when you're raised in the church and when you're taught things that you think are gospel and Bible, but you have to remember those things were taught by men, was filtered through. Right. yeah, so, so that would be an example of releasing some things to be able that's to do the That's interesting because if she hadn't
1: talked to you or some other folks that, that are telling her, open your mind and actually you, it would be okay to let some of that go. If it's religion, theology, that's supposed to be gospel, you know? And so you're uh, trying to identify what is actually gospel and what you can actually shave away from your religion and still be religious—that right there is a whole. That doesn't coach just with spirituality. I could imagine, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just let yeah. me help you identify what you need and what you you could actually shave off in that go. That one's a tough one. Mm, yeah, a that tough would one. be a um, that would be very challenging for a lot of people. So we need coaches in our lives to help us to I do know. these things. How come coaches hadn't been a thing? Um, like growing up, that wasn't a thing when I was a in high school and, and a life college, approach. no, like, it
2: it was not a thing. I think, um, I, I, I don't know. I think that, you know, we weren't thriving. We were just sort of like, you know, surviving. Um, mm-hmm. and I think as we've gotten to the point where we realized that we deserve to live our best lives, you know, that wasn't mm-hmm. a thing either. We didn't talk about living our best lives That's in the, true. in the nineties or the two thousands then we realize that there are people who can help us to do that. People who can um, help us to get out of our own way or to put up a mirror against us and just show us our reflection and be able to see the things that we would like to improve as we're you know, creating a better version of ourselves.
0: Well, you know, I think part of it is, especially for people who are of our age, when we were growing up, to live your best life was to have the things that we have, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to have a job, to have a family, to have a spouse that cares for you, to have a house and to have a car and live in a nice place. Those are the things that you aspire to. And um, because maybe for, especially for black people, that was something that was not as easily attainable, right? Um, You know, so I kind of think that like when I was growing up, my goals were to achieve those things because that is what would make me happy, mm-hmm. right? Those are the things that you need to get and you'll be happy, yes. And then you get them and you go, now what? Mm-hmm. Now what? what? What makes me happy? I got all the things, so now what? And without somebody who is a coach to kind of, walk you through some of that, you spend a lot of time. I spent a lot of years really kind of floundering in who am I, mm-hmm. what, you know, what do I like to do? What moves do I want to make? You know? And so I think that our kids that are growing up, I mean, um, Twanda and I have, um, our kids are similar ages and our kids growing up, we're talking to them about coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right we're like, Hey, you need, you need some help with this. And so that's so empowering. I'm so excited for our kids who are growing up and for younger people who feel empowered enough to have coaching, to have someone help them, you know, get out of their own way. I, you know, I'll tell you really quickly when I was in college, I remember professor, Dr. Corbett told
1: me talk about him before him right so it's a it's a lady no? okay Sorry, it's a
0: lazy um she told me one time she said you will do very well if you can get out of your own way mm. and i was like dr corbett i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> You know, I was in college, <laughs> but I still remember that. That was like uh, way too long ago, more than 25 years ago. And so it's something that she probably realized too, as being someone who was probably had gone through the stages right. that
2: yeah. like
0: where I am now, but um, it's, it's a different focus than when we were growing up. Yeah. Cause I,
1: people might say, well, you got, Well, and they might say this is what the goal was. Um, especially now with the pandemic, I've got a job, you know, Mm -hmm. that's good. And, and I do have the the family and my family's grown up and everybody's doing okay. So Mm -hmm. I should have everything, but then I realized there's a lot more to me and what I might want and be excited about than that. So I can appreciate what I have because I do Mm -hmm. appreciate all of that. I just need to recognize there are other places where I can achieve and then feel like I'm living my best life. And this, you know, it's, it's not just those things. There's a lot more to me. And I got, I, I plan to have time to still address that, you right. know, to make the changes so I can adjust that. So that next year, my goals won't be the exact same as they were the year before that and the year before and i won't
0: feel attacked by stephanie saying that i, know. To me. I mean like
1: if that's not me feeling a little I triggered
0: <laughs> yes, oh, gosh. yes um well, that, but
2: you, you, you touched on something really important and i think that that inner knowing we, we were talking about the spiritual but that inner knowing and that inner peace of knowing, okay, this, this is, I'm in line with my purpose, or at least my purpose as I understand it at this moment. Right. I'm in line with where I'm supposed to be. Uh, I think that that is what most of us seek. We seek to kind of have that inner peace. And I think that happens when we integrate all the different parts of ourselves. I think growing up, we were almost taught to compartmentalize, right? Mm -hmm. Achieve here and do this and do that. We weren't really taught how to integrate all the different aspects of ourselves and that they were all deserving and wonderful. Mm -hmm. And that now that we're learning that once we have everything integrated, it brings a higher sense of peace and sense of purpose that we are sort of on a new path or evolving. Yeah. I
0: agree. I agree. I think that's a wonder, I think that's wonderful. I appreciate you so much, Stephanie. I do. Thank so you. So much to think
1: about and this is the perfect time of year to mm-hmm. do that. As mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of rethink where we might be getting in, in our own way this year and get yeah. out of the way. I'm pushing her away. Look, move <laughs> over. <laughs> get out the way. I got something to do. So, I look forward to next year, We should have an episode where we can talk about some of our accomplishments. You know what it is oh, that we I like that we did. We t- we've interviewed a lot of people in this uh, with this podcast. We've gotten a lot of really great advice, and then putting some of that to work and and being able to say, look what
0: look what we look did. What
2: we did. Oh, I love it! I-, I can't wait to listen to it.
0: that would be great. So, no, Stephanie, I don't want to leave this part out because, ma'am. I know you have big things going on because I apparently you are stepping out of your way and leveling up. So why don't you tell everybody how you're leveling up right now and what kind of things you have going on?
2: Yes, I am leveling up for a while. I have wanted to do some group coaching programs and I am doing that now. I just launched what I call my sister success circle and it's a group uh, coaching program for women leaders who want to really Uh, set some big goals and intentions for this year and to have some group accountability and coaching to help them do that. And so that launched on January 17th. It's a six-week program and we meet once a week on Sundays and it's just been fantastic. The women are awesome. Um, They are encouraging each other and um, that's going great. I'm also still doing one-on-one coaching Mm-hmm. Uh, where I work with individuals. Usually we we do a 12-week transformational coaching program uh, and that's been going well. I look forward to developing a course. So that's one of my 2021 goals uh, by June of 2021 to develop an online course. And I'm continuing with my podcast and my radio show. So I'm just so excited. Are you still a doctor too? I don't think there's any time for that. I didn't, I I was looking (laughs) over the clock and the the
1: hours of the day and all the things you said, and I I didn't, I didn't. It still adds
0: up to 24, no matter what you do. I don't know how it adds.
1: I'm more like 42 right now. Right, right.
2: I I think I'm up to 24, but I'm still a doctor and I'm on the front lines taking care of COVID patients and other acute ill patients and, um, you know, doing that as well.
0: Well, I thank you so much for your, I mean, service to humanity. I mean, that is truly what that is. And so I appreciate that because it's, I know it's no small feat at all. I I feel that sincerely. Now make sure though you tell people where they can find um, this amazing doctor who does it all (laughs) and does everything
2: Yes, you can find me on my website, which is www.stephaniebrowncoaching.com. You can also find me on Facebook. My business page is called Stephanie Brown Coaching. And then on Instagram, I'm under Sisters Overcoming and Rising. All one word.
0: Nice, nice. Well, I'm thinking, I'm hoping you're going to have another uh, sister circle.
1: I know, that would be. Because seriously,
0: when you do drop me a note because I want to join your circle there and y'all should be joining the circle so (laughs) I want to join the circle too so (laughs) absolutely absolutely I'll keep you we'll have
1: to look at the page and find out when and when it's time to sign
0: up for the next go the next one because yeah yeah, that's that's right in my wheelhouse right now so thank you Dr. Stephanie Brown for coming by and joining us and coming on our forum. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, we had so much fun with you today and the last time, and I look forward to hopefully doing some more collaborations down the line. Yes, she said yes. <laughs> yes.
2: That would All be right. awesome. Bye, Rumel and Tawanda. Right.
0: Bye. Hey, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much, everybody. So until next time, peace, peace and, and blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at girlpodcast. That's girl with
1: three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at
0: girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. <laughs> so until next time, peace, peace and, and blessings. And blessings.